0: How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome in to another episode of Suncast. As always, I am your host, Reagan Hale. And hey, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. We have two great interviews with two very, very special guests, Stephen Cullen and Haley Dickerson. We kept both of them a little bit shorter, um, but they are two just incredible people. I mean, Steve, uh, most of y'all know, great friend, loved Steve. And then Haley, an incredible interview with her, especially for uh, you know female student athletes or for more, former female student athletes. I think y'all, y'all are going to really, really like her message at the end on what her legacy she hopes to leave in Brunswick is. I mean, just a beautiful, beautiful message from her. Then an awesome, fun interview with Stephen Cullen. Um, hey, it is Selection Thursday. So, Southeastern, uh, we get into that with Steve Weber, you know, likely a one seed finishing off number one overall. And we look at Southeastern and Weber possible spots they could go to. Uh, We'll talk about that with Steve. And of course, we already know where Haley and the Coastal Georgia Mariners are going. And that is Lawrenceville to Georgia Gwinnett. So, as y'all have heard, especially if you're an AISB fan, that is where I'm at opening round time. So uh, just a lucky coincidence, the the selection committee smiled upon SunCast and said, "Hey Reagan, you're going to be there for AISB. We'll put Coastal Georgia up there so we can so you can be covering a Sun Conference team as well." Of course, um, we will be covering everything throughout the opening round. Uh, you know, we're going to be keep, keeping up with some tennis, golf, uh, outdoor track and field. We have some interviews with. Uh, that in the Sun Conference coming up next week. But, yeah, I mean, hey, we got two great interviews here. Good luck to everybody hanging to the postseason. And real quick, I just want to give a shout-out. Y'all saw them doing their work down in West Palm Beach. Brian, Manny, Joe worked their rear ends off uh, to give y'all great coverage in West Palm Beach of the baseball tournament down there. Uh, so, shout-out them. I mean, they have just been huge parts of Suncast since joining And yeah, so without further ado, we're going to kick it over to myself and MVP of the 2023 Sun Conference Baseball Tournament and great friend, first baseman and DH for the Southeastern Fire, Stephen Cullen. All right, we welcome on a very special guest. And hey, you know, I say that every time because all the guests are special. But this man right here, uh, day one OG Suncast guy, one of my favorite people in the conference. And hey, good friend. Great friend. First baseman for the number one team in the country, Stephen Cullen. Steve, how's it going, baby? How we doing, baby? How
1: we
0: doing? And, hey, we're chilling. Uh, You know, a lot of teams uh, across the country, they're not really chilling right now because they don't know what's about to happen uh, tomorrow around 5 o'clock or today around 5 o'clock when this episode uh, comes out. Happy Thursday, everyone. But it is Selection Thursday. So, we know you're in, obviously. Last rankings uh, came out, Sun Conference, uh, champs, all that, no doubt. Number one team in the nation. Any thoughts on where the fire could be driving or flying to?
1: Dude, I don't know. Uh, personally, I hope we're flying because I feel really like <laughs> want it going to be in a bus. Um, I don't really have any thoughts. Uh, I would personally love to go back to Taylor just because – Obviously, good luck, but you know, hey, you did well there last year, exactly. So, you know, you can't hit on that place, but um, I don't really know. I guess we'll find out, you know, today or tomorrow, whenever this is released. And
0: it's, it's probably one of three that, yeah. that, that, that I think of, um, because we know Kingsport's open, we know Taylor's open for a one, and likely Central Methodist, um. Pro- Pretty sure that, I mean, that that one's a little bit further out. Uh, that, that's the furthest of the three. So don't really know. But it'll be one of those three, and odds are, I mean, being the number one overall seed, you're a pretty good shot. Y'all are going to get some feel favorable matchups. It'll be good. It'll be tough just yeah, like sure. last year. But, uh, you know, that's kind of something y'all have had to you know do all year was keep focused. You know, throughout uh, the the beginning part of the year, y'all face some really good teams in the East-West, like LC Vanguard. That that Ben U game. Let's talk about that Ben U game, man. I mean, eight to one heading into the eighth. I get a phone call uh, from my boy Seth, and he's like, "Hey, when you coming home?" And I'm like, "Probably pretty soon." You know, Southeastern's kind of getting whooped on right now, but let me just get through uh, this inning, and then I I can't remember if it was Fields. Or maybe Laura just unlocks one to make it like eight to three, and I'm like, uh, "Hey, hey, hey, hold on!" And then another one, and then a little poke through, and then like, like boom, 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 and next thing you know, it's a tie game. Gary Laura, two outs, bottom of the ninth, hits that, uh, hits the home run, sends it into the extra innings. I think in the eleventh, Isaac walks it off. Incredible comeback earlier in the year against the you know a really good Ben U team that. Who knows, that may be a team that y'all see in the uh, opening round, but y'all's ability to just it, it end these games, to the fall behind, and it, it really, if you don't have, if you're at 26 outs, you're not safe against y'all. I mean, how does that speak to, like, Southeastern, y'all's ability to just turn it on like that? Well, I
1: know uh, old Dink's really getting tired of it. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, he's starting to really get annoyed with the whole wait until, like, you know, two or three outs and then turn it on because um, after every post game, it's like, yeah, like, I'm glad we won, man. But like, God, can I like turn it on a little bit sooner? But um, no, man, it's always in the back of your head. Cause, like, I mean, one through nine we we're super dangerous. I mean, it's it's really special, like what we have, and uh, like what we can do as an offense. Like, I mean, you got Chase who has unbelievable power. You got Gary, of course. I mean, Isaac who's just. An absolute dog this year. Yeah, player up. of the year. Yeah, stepped up. I mean, he's matured in ways that I can't even tell you from last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, great guy. Um So I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. Just we got a special group that can really turn on whenever I mean, we want to. Yeah,
0: you know, uh, I, t- I talked to Isaac uh, a few weeks ago, right before that Weber series, and. He talked about that, him maturing and to be more than just a really good baseball player. And, I mean, he's obviously improved. I mean, all of his numbers are up. But, I mean, guys like uh, you and him, seniors uh, on this year's team that were a part of that very special group, that 59-4 and team that won it all. I mean, what did you and him and some other leaders on the team that were part of last year's team do so, you know, make sure that y'all kept up with that so that y'all remain the number one team wire to wire.
1: Well, Isaac uh, stepped up in more of like a uh, – he's very vocal. He's vocal. He tells the new guys what we need to do, uh, how to go about things. Like, me, I'm more just like i I'm going to do it the right way, follow my lead. Isaac's kind of like that second-hand voice. Hey, let's start doing this now. Yeah. And he snaps it in. And it's really, I mean – both of us, especially you know, leaders from last year, can take over the offensive side, right? I mean, of course, you have Rob on the pitching side. That, you know, that's that's the sheriff over there. So yeah. I mean, He's gonna make sure everything on the pitching side is taken in order. But uh, yeah, Isaac and um, myself, you just really just try to be more vocal and just try to go about things like we did last year because obviously that that worked pretty well.
0: Absolutely, but you know, obviously, job's not finished. Need what eight? Not eight, eight more wins. Need think three in the opening more, round and then five. Four. Four or five, however many yeah, um them, it, it depends. All that, but however more, uh, many more wins y'all need. You, you know the job's not finished, and not close. uh, you know this is finally your last year of playing college baseball,
1: right? Twenty years later, yeah, right. Twenty,
0: right? <laughs> almost twenty home runs <laughs> later this year, right? So, hey, we're nineteen, almost about to get there, but you know, anyways, last year's championship was, was very special. Mm-hmm. Um, but for, if you were able to, you know, do it again and really cement yourself as you know, being a junior and senior on one of the one of the top teams in the country. I mean have you just thought about what that would mean to you uh, at all? I mean it's
1: yeah, I think about it a lot actually. Like you kinda have to like take yourself in and like, you know, be like, oh like especially if you're like slumped or something, you have to realize like oh I'm I'm playing on the number one team in the country. Like yeah. it can't be bad. Like, you know, and it really helps just especially to see the group of guys that we have around us, like mm-hmm. everyone's good. So I mean I don't know, man. I haven't really let it sink yeah. down fully yet. Well, don't yet. Don't yet. Don't yeah, yet. I don't you know, eight more and I can kind of, you know, yeah. let it get under my belt. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's getting there. It's getting – I'm starting to think about it a little
0: bit. Sorry to be, be a little more locked in. I, of course, you always are a little more locked in in the A-Bs. Um, and I've noticed that this stretch you've been on the last, I don't know, month or two, it's been the best month that I've seen in the two years of co- covering you. Um, and we look back at the beginning of the year, um, you know, you, you and I had some private uh, co- conversations and you were in just a little bit of a slump. How, how were you able to get out of that and to have the year now that you've had and, you know, ultimately being the Sun Conference tournament MVP?
1: I'm really just trying to take it one game at a time. Like whenever I start feeling too good, I have to realize that I've been really bad. So yeah. like, you can't really ride the highs <laughs> and you can't really ride the lows. So, I mean, you just gotta ride the wave, baby. Exactly. So, you know, just... I'll have a good game, you know, it is what it is, cool. But, you know, next game, like, I got to lock it in because, you know, I can go right back down. So that's kind of how I've been keeping the, the wave right there. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You know, hey, we, we, we've all had some big highs and big lows, yeah. especially, you know, you and me went throughout our relationship and throughout Sun, uh, Suncast. And, uh, you know, it's my uh, kind of personal question just for me, and I think it'd be uh, cool for the listeners to hear it too. You know, you, like, like we said, you've been a day one guy. I um, mean, you, yeah. you, you, you were there when we had, like, what, you you made you were probably one of our first 100 followers uh, mm-hmm. on, on Instagram and, and Twitter. Um, you, and obviously from the last time you, you were on to now, uh, Suncast has changed a ton, um, mm-hmm. a lot more professional, um, I think. And, you yeah, know, big, big shout-out to, to uh, Drew Watson, Donnie Smith um, and everybody at Southeastern with yeah. that. Uh, I want to hear, like, from your point of view, a player's point of view, how have you seen... The podcast kind of like evolved from then to now
1: well it's crazy because you know uh, last year when you were kind of starting up it was you know everyone's hearing about it. I was like oh this guy in the Sun conferences you know getting a little thing going on and everyone's like oh you know that's cool you know the NAI it's a little you know recognition who's not gonna love that yeah and then boom 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 it just started growing and growing We're like yo this is sick and then of course you've just done a great job with just expanding it and getting into softball now and yeah it's it's really cool to see how much it it can take off and the NAIA community has really like taken grasp of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I just really appreciate because I, you know, obviously I, I do I do it for y'all. That's not just something that I, I say I do it for y'all, but to see how it was accepted immediately by the athletes and even more so now, I mean, it, uh, you know, listeners, y'all see, I don't like, I, I can't really put into words the, the gratitude that I have for guys like you and everybody else. Um, in, in, in the Sun Conference, but it, it's been a, been incredible, it's, it's been a great ride, but see, let's talk a little bit about West Palm Beach, um, uh, when y'all were down there for, for the Sun Conference tournament, um, y- y- y'all ran, y'all ran into an arm. I think, yeah. I
1: think you know that, I think you know yeah. that. <laughs> um. y'all, y'all
0: ran into an arm, I mean, what, that, that Weber loss though, um, was that a little bit, was that kind of just like a good wake up call for y'all in the middle of the tournament kind of heading into postseason play?
1: I mean, yeah. Like we kind of got into the vans afterwards, and you know, we've lost before, and you know, we've handled loss as well. But uh, realizing we just got shut out for the first time <laughs> in five years, we're looking around as an offense, we're like, guys, like we're the worst bunch of the five, like I mean, yeah. Like, we suck? So I mean, like, and the ne- next day, you know, we all agreed that we were trying to get too big, trying to make something happen, especially in a one-run ball game. You know, everyone's going up there trying to have that big moment, trying to hit yeah. that home run. They were only sitting on, you know, that fastball middle end, like, just trying to go, you know, go yard. And, you know, the next day we it around and everyone's like, hey, like, Doug just said it last year in uh, the conference tournament, he said a million different paper cuts. And that's kind of what we took into those next three games is just, it is, we don't need a home run, get five singles in a row. And I think in the Kaiser game, it got to a point where we had like eight hits in a row. Like, it was, it was crazy. So if we take that mindset and actually just try to just find barrels and not get too outside of ourselves, we have nothing. To like we'll be fine.
0: Yeah. And and here's what you know, people say the you know the field y'all play at's at, a, a small park or, or, or whatever, and that y'all y'all rely on the home runs. And I'm like, no 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 no. Let me, let me, let me tell you something. This isn't. Is is this an offense that can beat you with home runs? Duh. I mean I mean it is a sky blue. But this is a very experienced uh, offense with Adrian Dingle, Eric Dahl, and Mike Mendoza yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, leading them. And if they get in a ball, big ballpark, they will figure out how to beat you. And look at those two, those last two games against Weber. Y'all hit what two home runs? Uh, I, I think Pablo, yeah, Pablo got one, and Isaac got got all of that. The yeah, whole, yeah, He got all of that yeah, one. Yeah. And um, y'all y'all scored, what, like 34 runs, yeah, uh, 34, yeah. 35 runs, and it was just single, single, still some bases, double. I mean, there really wasn't even a ton of extra bases. Like, y'all find uh, ways to win. And, I mean, hey, that, that truly is the mark of a, uh, a great baseball team.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, that's something that we uh, we work on every day is, you know, trying to do the little things right and mm. make sure, you know, we work on our buns because God knows – Bunnings not our favorite thing you know we still try to work on them um but yeah no like the the win obviously at West Palm was howling straight in and I think the last two days he was like hey we're not hitting on the field the next two days and we went in the cage and we stayed short we hit it in the cage and then obviously you know the bats showed up the next two days so I'm I'm pretty sure we're not hitting on the field the rest of the year but uh you know we'll we'll see but I, that, they, do, they definitely do an amazing job of making sure that uh, we play into like they can pick up what we're doing wrong very quickly mm-hmm. within the first full time through the lineup they're like alright boys every single one of y'all are getting too big let's lock it down and let's figure it out and mm-hmm. then that's when everyone starts kind of coming alright let's get some singles let's get some knocks lock it in so he works pretty well.
0: How, how have those two, um, Dahl Dose, I mean, and Doe's and Dingle too, of course, how have they developed you uh, since you've gotten to Southeastern as a hitter?
1: Well, um, Dingle and Dahl, first hand, I mean those are the two best people, I've I, some of the best coaches I've ever had. And Doe's, I've known those since I was 14, 15 years old. Oh really? So uh, I went to a high school in uh, Alabama and he, he was coached by Faulkner at the time. and that's in Montgomery so it's my high school so they used our indoor a lot so I've known those that talked to him for the longest time so it's uh it's really cool to be here with those just because I've known them like on a like we've talked a lot and you know for right. eight years so mm-hmm. it's really cool to you know be here with him but you know meeting Dinkle and doll I mean those those guys are different I love yeah. them. so but it's uh it's a lot of fun to be here with them
0: absolutely so, I mean like uh What's something that when you got here was like one of those early thing, things that they, they kind of like got with you and worked on you with?
1: Uh, Just the confidence thing. Like, I mean, last year, I mean, when it was, you know, 40 games through and I still could not hit water if I fell off a boat in the middle of the Atlantic. <laughs> and he was like, yo, dog, you're good. Like, you're not coming out. Like, you're going to be fine. And of course, in the postseason, you know, I had a good run and. You know it worked out, but like it's it just they, they showed confidence in me that you know a lot of schools, you know, they'll bite out on you real quick. You know, the first three weeks, if you're not showing up, you know, you're out next guy in. And here they really, you know, showed the confidence in me, and that kind of put it in myself and it kind of took off. So,
0: well, you got to have confidence going up against the arms in the Sun Conference because there, there exactly. are exactly there are some good ones, but you know. Uh, I guess we we could even go go back to you know last year as well. Who are some arms uh, that you faced in the conference that really stand out to you? Well, I
1: mean y'all um, y'all's closer the Time I go up there against him, you know I have to be locked in. Um, let's see. I mean St. Thomas always has a good arm or two. Um, Kaiser. I mean it, it's it's just up and down through the conference. I, you're not going to find someone who doesn't have any pitching. That's just not going to happen. Like, people in the conference are going to have good pitching. And mm. so, I mean, it, it helps you with the postseason because you have to lock it in every weekend. Right. And, you know.
0: Does it kind of feel like when you're playing in the regular season of the Sun Conference, does it kind of feel like postseason baseball throughout?
1: Honestly, yeah. Because, like, you know, postseason is all about, you know, those close games. Like, there's not really too many blowouts. And, I mean, we've had, you know, our blowout or two. But, you know, for the most part, like, I mean, teams compete in our conference. So yeah. Every every team in there is not just gonna let you just walk away with a dub, mm-hmm. and it's really cool to you know play against them and like feel that that uh, I'm not gonna say stress, but like you know that t- that tension in the yeah, game, yeah. yeah, Like you know, like all right, I gotta get something done right here or we could lose, mm-hmm. and that that kind of uh, helps. I would say our entire team from pitching staff to hitters.
0: Yeah, in. Well, y'all did improve. Y'all had a whole two conference losses in the regular season last year, and y'all had one this year, but it was to Ave Maria. And that was a team beginning of the year. I Remember when I had Coach Dinkle on? He was very high on them. I've been high on them, and uh, you know, sure enough, we we hope to hear hear their, their name around five o'clock today. We you know, most likely, uh, but you never w- want to just write anything in. I mean, hey, softball selection showed number eleven team in the country didn't didn't make it. So don't don't want to lock anything in. But uh, we're feeling pretty good, but. Excuse me, um, Ave Maria, they were obviously the team that, that took the biggest step forward and probably the entire NAI. What, what do you see different um, about them from last year to this? I mean, they were the
1: same thing last year that they were this year. I think more uh, mature and developed. Mm-hmm. Probably a couple more key pieces, but... They're scrappy, man. Like, yeah, they are.
0: They're never gonna let you go out of the game. Um, they, 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 you know, they could mess around and kind of be like Weber last year, go in as a three seed. A lot I of people would not be surprised in the yeah. slightest. Would not be. I mean, they have they have some
1: dogs over there. Uh, who's it? Kaler, their uh, yeah. second baseman. I mean, he's that little kid's an animal on the field, man. Yeah, he he's is. a dog. So, yeah, I mean, so he's got like forty stolen bases. Yeah, bro. Like, I mean, like he gets on base, like he's he's a problem, and that's really how it is with their entire lineup. They're all fast. Yeah. Like, every single dude on the team is really fast so I mean I mean I would not be surprised if they're
0: like a Weber situation just like hey big boo we're here yeah you, I mean do you are you familiar with like drive line to do, do much yeah. uh, with them you know that uh, McCormick uh, down there that that's kind of where, where he came from him and, and his brother they're both big drive line people it it it's gotta work right <laughs> I mean
1: uh I mean, I'm not going to say driveline doesn't work. I, I personally don't use it, you know, because mm. being 30 years old and too, don't think too I'm, torn labor, yeah. you know, I don't really yeah. throw a lot of baseballs. But every pitcher I know and every person that I know that uses it, throw hard. So, like
0: – People are going to think I have, like, a drive line like, sponsorship or anything. It's like, no, I just hear, like, a bunch of people <laughs> using it. I, I find it uh, pretty cool. But it's very interesting. Uh, absolutely. Steve, so, as you said, kind of, we're getting to the end. What's next for Stephen Cullen? Oh man, who knows. Um, you wanna probably, stay in baseball?
1: I think I'll probably, if I was a vet man, see myself playing indie ball after this or okay. whatever type of professional baseball that appears to me. I mean, oh, heck yeah. Who knows, get on Savannah Bananas, you, you know, see what happens ooh, there, but, yeah.
0: You would be perfect for the Savannah Bananas.
1: Hey, hey we'll see, you know, but um, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Uh, probably you, baseball. You wanna do any summer
0: league? Uh, any, any summer summer baseball this year? Uh, no. Nah, if, if I'm playing any baseball, I'm gonna get a little money out of it. Okay, true, true. Smart. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're done. You're done with, yeah. with, with, with the free stuff.
1: Yeah, I play. I play. You know, six years of college baseball, and it's time for me to don't play any more baseball. <laughs> get get a little money out of it. So
0: yeah, absolutely, man. Well, Steve, you know it's it's always a pleasure. um Think this one's gone a lot better than than, than the, the first time we <laughs> for were all sure pretty sure. Uh, but um, buddy, uh, great uh, great seeing you. Let's uh, I let's cover uh, hopefully or we still we still got Weber in it. But hey, if, if it doesn't go Weber's way, hope y'all bring that red red banner home, Bubba.
1: Yes, sir. I for sure I appreciate it, man. Thanks yeah. for
0: having me on. Absolutely. All right, we're gonna kick it over to myself and uh, Sun Conference softball tournament MVP Coastal Georgia Ace Haley Dickerson. Okay, we welcome on a very special guest. It is the MVP of the 2023 Sun Conference. Okay, we welcome on a very special guest. It is the MVP of the 2023 Sun Conference softball tournament. You know, I was there. I saw her firsthand in Clearwater. It is the ace for the Coastal Georgia Mariners, Haley Dickerson. Haley, how's it going?
2: Going good. How are you?
0: Awesome, awesome. Hey, like I said, uh, the, the performance you had, In Clearwater was phenomenal. And I said it yesterday on the NAISB episode. It was the most impressive performance in the conference tournaments. The complete game shutout in your first game against Warner. Coming out a complete game the very next day. Complete game, one run performance against Southeastern. But, Haley, the big one. Bryce Peacock gets to start in that game one. So scenario, for in case uh, y'all didn't know, y'all needed one. Southeastern needed two. Southeastern gets up, to, gets a little bit of a lead, um, and then Bryce Peacock hurts her hand or hurts her wrist. Not really sure, but whatever. Um, and then you have to come in, and in that situation, you, that kind of turns it into almost an elimination game for both of y'all. Just in case, you know, hey, not really sure what the pitching would have looked for y'all in that game too. But we know Autumn Hunter was most likely going to start for the Fire in that game too. So you know it's a must-win, and you go eight innings of shutout softball. You just talk about what was going through your mind when you came in, in the fourth inning and throughout the
2: game. You know, coming in, um, I thought to myself, it wasn't going to be easy. Um, But I had a very focused mindset. I had one thing on my mind. Um, I knew that we could do it. Mm. And then from there, we just played phenomenal. Like, defense was amazing. I mean – awesome defense and then i felt really good i wasn't sore from the day before which is surprising um and then i mean the game was just it was, that was an awesome game awesome it was
0: game. absolutely i mean it goes 11 innings yes. uh it, it was incredible it was an awesome matchup with claire seconder and and yourself i mean. That was a re- really cool th- thing to watch. Claire, a great young pitcher in this yes. conference. You, a uh, very experienced pitcher. I mean, I mean talk about Claire Seconder. And, and I mean, what you see, what potential do you see in her in her, uh, the next couple of years of her collegiate
2: career? Oh, I man. I mean, she did awesome. I mean, hats off to her. I mean, how many innings did she pitch? Was
0: it? I believe it, yeah, I believe it was, it was like 10 and two thirds or something.
2: Yeah, like that. that's, that's insane. I mean, she, she did amazing. You know, couldn't yep. ask for more from a pitcher.
0: Yeah, when I when I first you know, speaking of, of her when I first really saw her like really take that step forward was against the pitcher we all know, Emily Cerner Cerny, mm-hmm. my, my apologies, for USAO going toe-to-toe uh, with them in that, uh, I believe, 9-10 inning game in Columbus last year. But, Haley, a point, you, uh, you hit on a big reason f- uh, for your help. You know, you're, you are you have a, about 130 strikeouts, which, hey, that's nothing to sneeze at uh, um, this year. But you are a little bit more of a, of a contact pitcher, and why not with that great infield that you have? I mean, can you just talk about sure. the infield and the outfield, just overall the defense for Coastal Georgia?
2: Yeah, I mean, our defense is in my – in my opinion, is top 10 in the country. I mean, just look at our stats. I mean, you know, AJ on shortstop, nothing gets by her. McCall on third, Sarah on shortstop, Juju on first. I mean, Sarah on second, but I mean, they just, they've done phenomenal this year, and I'm so proud of them. You know, I mean, they they got.
0: I mean, I think it was against Warner where McCall just reached up and boom, Spears yes. out yes. of there, and I'm like, no. like, hey, hey softball baseball players hey there y'all are athletes too 100% yeah. look at that but really, let's take a little bit of a look ahead so yesterday um, I'm sure y'all had the watch party y'all saw where y'all are going I'm ecstatic because I will be there in Gwinnett getting to see y'all pitch you see you pitch and the Mariners yeah. play again I mean j- just a dream scenario for me but there, there are two good teams: an in Indiana Tech and St. Mary's of the Woods. Two very solid teams. Y'all will be taking on Indiana Tech first, but of course, team y'all are very, very familiar with Georgia Gwinnett. You've seen mm-hmm. them uh, pl- plenty, probably ju- just as much, if not more, than me this year. And you just talk about the Grizzlies and kind of what what you're expecting from them.
2: Yeah, so uh, we have played them a lot this year, and they're an awesome team. They've got one heck of a pitcher, that is for sure. Uh, she's awesome, um, but coming in. We knew this wasn't going to be easy. We knew it was going to be easy. So um, we wasn't expecting – We, I mean, we weren't expecting to go to George Gwinnett, but that's where they put us. And so we'll do the – you know, we're ready. Either way, whoever we play, we're ready.
0: They just don't like sending you all off far from the yeah, southeast, do you? They
2: don't. <laughs> they really don't.
0: Were you kind of wanting a little bit to travel across the country?
2: I was. I was, I was really looking forward to that, but – I am um, thankful that my family can come now. You know, it's, it's not that far, but that is a plus.
0: Absolutely. Now you transferred from Georgia Southwestern, right? I did. That's you know, that's like twenty minutes from my, from my hometown.
2: Okay, cool. I didn't
0: yeah. know that. Did you, did you like Georgia Southwestern? Or, or? I loved.
2: I loved it. Um, the only thing is, I was too far away from home. Could never come home. You know, I'm a, a big family person, so never got to see my family. That was the only reason I transferred.
0: Really? So um, that uh, you said family's a, a big reason. I mean, how much um, have they met y- your family meant to you? I mean, just helping you develop into the picture you are, and now your, your senior year.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be where I am without them. Seriously, I know a lot of people say that, but my dad, growing up, he's he's been <laughs> every pitching lesson, every game. I mean, he's just there. He's always been um, you know there to support me. So and my mom my dad's
0: had a lot to do with it. Uh, yeah. Hey, well, they, they've certainly, um, built you in, into the the young woman, the, the lead, the leader you are today and you, y'all have a pretty good bit of senior leadership in Brunswick, mm-hmm. you, Melanie, Kayla McCall, all leading the way, you know, how have uh, all of you shaped the culture over the last few years, uh, for Mariner softball?
2: You know, um, we've just we've always been a really really close team um this year this year's been different like we've we've gotten even closer and um I know we've got AJ is new and then um uh, some of the freshmen but we're just a really close team and then we all we've all got really good attitudes we want to win there's no one that doesn't you know that doesn't want to be there so I think that's the difference that makes sense
0: well, well, I'm sure that the, y'all had some great memories, some great times this year. Is there like a, uh, a game or like a moment that you remember uh, with the team that's really stood out this year?
2: And that 11 inning game is honestly, I mean, that's that's the big one. I mean, that I've I've never been in a game like that before. I, that's the best game I've ever been in, and just that just really brought us together. I mean, as a team.
0: What was that feeling? So uh, y'all won the tournament in 21, correct? We did. Yeah. yeah well, you in twenty one, Weber uh beat Southeastern uh in, in the final last year. What what was that feeling like heading into this year where you you kind of like you've um you you you've tasted the good stuff. You've won. Mm-hmm. You know what winning the conference is like. And mm-hmm. then you know the feeling of you know, not winning it, of losing mm-hmm. um in, in clear water. What was that like and how did that kind of refocus the team you feel like heading into the conference tournament this year?
2: Well, Last year did suck, um, us not winning, but we had a lot of people hurt last year. Um, I'm sure that you know that. But this year we've just we've got everybody back plus more, and um, we knew how it felt last year, and then coming in this year, this is my last year. So I was giving it all I had, and the other five seniors were as well, and plus everyone else. But this, we just, I mean, it's just a different. Like I said, just a different team this year, and we just we just want it. We just want it really bad, and we don't want to stop at regionals. Like we we're trying to make it. Our goal is to make it to the World Series, so that's our one goal. in mind.
0: absolutely. And hey, you know, if I if I was playing, uh, and I I, I, I love the coach I play for, but I tell you, one of my favorite coaches, one of my favorite people that I've met since I've started in sports media in general is Mike Minick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I I love that. I love that man. He he is awesome. I mean, can you, can you just tell us, I mean, you know, playing for him and what's, what's he like as a coach and how has he impacted you in your career?
2: Yeah. I mean, hands down, best coach I've ever had. Just, he's an awesome, he's very humble, very, very humble yeah. and just a great guy to be around. And he, he will do anything for anybody. And it's not just about softball with him. It's about, you know, us as humans, he cares about us. He'll do anything for us. So, just being able to play for him as it's been, it's been
0: a great four years. Uh, I can, compl- I, I, it, it's just a blessing, you know, that, and there's so many great coaches that I've and that I've enjoyed, but i tell you getting to stay on, on third base for the last for three, four days or, uh, or, uh, Gosh, I can't even remember my 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 head being out in the sun so long. Yeah, kind of, kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> those three days um, in Clearwater, being on that third baseline and seeing Mike Minnick just yeah. up and down. At yeah, point. I <laughs> mean yeah. He, he does he, that he, every game. I mean he's
2: yeah. he's all into it. But.
0: Doesn't matter the score; it could be eight, no,
2: nope. <laughs> <Nope>. one, nothing. <laughs> yeah,
0: he, he's the best. I mean, I, I'm sure in your years in Brunswick, you got you got to have a couple of good uh, Mike Minnick stories.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, every day of practice is a, a, a good story with him. But going back to that um, championship game, I did want to say uh, so he had a, he wore this white hat two years ago in, in, our, in that championship game that we won. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, he didn't wear that hat in starting the game, but I think it was like the ninth or tenth inning, he put that on because he was getting, you know, he was freaking out. But I just thought that was hilarious because if you know him, he's not very superstitious. But in that moment, he was, you know, he
0: put right. that hat on because he was hoping. <laughs> well, that's a good, good old uh, saying of um, Michael Scott. I'm I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious. And it, yeah. I, it, it ended up be, being the right move, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. All
0: yeah. right. Uh, w- well, Haley, I, I have one more question for you. You've yeah. had such an outstanding career um, at Coastal Georgia. W- what do you hope your legacy um, is as a Mariner softball player?
2: You know, I'm just, I'm just so blessed to even have this opportunity. I'm hoping that girls, um, you know, I've struggled with anxiety my whole life and I use softball as an outlet and I want girls that are like me to uh, come in and know that they are capable of the same things that I'm capable of and that I want them to break those records that I've, that I hold now at Coastal. And um, I just want them to be able to understand that it's not, it's not just about softball either. It's 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 the big it's the bigger picture. It's it's helping others and helping your teammates and being there for your teammates at the same time. So, absolutely. that's,
0: and, I, that, that, that's a be- that's a beautiful message, Haley. And um, you know, I'll, I'll see you up in Gwinnett. Best best of luck to you. Go Mariners! And hey, hopefully, uh, Lawrenceville isn't the o- only place in Georgia. I'm I'm seeing you in May. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Well, I'll see uh, you there. Absolutely. Thanks, Haley. And thank uh, th- and thank all of you uh for tuning in to a great episode two great players, Steve Haley, I uh, really love ha- having them on best of luck to them in their opening round sites and hey, hopefully they book their tickets to Lewison and Columbus, and we'll find out next few days, folks.